Hey, you found me and I'm so glad you did. I have a lot of fun over here at A Juicy Pear Podcast. I love interviewing people from all walks of life and I especially like what makes a person tick. I ask the questions that people want to hear. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. That's the best way to go. It is. It's called uh, Go Set Ready (laughs) instead of Ready, Set, Go. Hey, this is Wendy with the Juicy Pear Podcast, and I'm super excited about my guest today. Her name is Jennifer. She's an entrepreneur. She's a business owner. And this is very exciting for me because this is our first day. Um, I'm trying out some new equipment, and we're off-site right now. Hey, Jennifer. Hey, Wendy. This is really fun that you can bring all this into a coffee shop, and we can sit here and have coffee and... I feel really cool. Everyone's kind of looking at us like, what are they up to over here? <laughs> We're up to no good, I tell you that. You know what? I'm so, I don't know what's going on with that microphone. It's so ridiculous. Okay, so everybody, her microphone is kind of drooping down. Yeah. And I've tried, I'm sorry. That's but right. I can hear you really well. Well, that's good. Yeah, hopefully it's not, you know, resembling me sagging in old age, right? <laughs> You you look very you look very attractive. I'm sorry, but oh, you do. Well, thank you. Wow. Okay, I'm going to come on your podcast anytime now. Okay, anytime. <laughs> this is so fun. So I love um, featuring entrepreneurs, and I just love being real. And um, you know, like I said, you can talk about whatever you want to talk about. I mean, life is so complicated, right? This is fun, and this is kind of why I got into this business. And I I love that about your podcast because it's just genuine, real stories and. You know, I feel like we live in this world of everything so fake and so phony and we only put the best things forward. You know, I, I don't know why everything has become so polarized. Yeah. It really has. It and has. That was one of the reasons why I wanted to start a podcast, actually, because I was so tired of the incessant negativity all the time. It was everywhere and it was just, it's almost like, a, 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 you know, all, always butting heads on social media. You have to be one way or the other. And to be honest with you, I have friends that are extreme on both sides, you know, and I just, I I can't stand the political stuff. I just don't get into it. I'm just not, I mean, it's fine for people who are political. I'm not. So I just, I don't know. I'm very naive when it comes to that sort of thing. I just like to keep it, you know, keep it light and fun. And, um, because when people start talking about that, it's like they, you know, they get, to fighting and then they start blocking each other and like what does that accomplish it doesn't accomplish anything i know and it's it's really um kind of where we're at where we can't disagree we can't have our own opinions and feelings without hurting someone else's feelings or being angry about it or just accepting each other and i don't i don't know how we start to change that but this is one way right i know i know just bring some light and joy and a little bit of laughter into someone's 30 minutes and absolutely you know just share the good i know so uh i love talking about mental health i think that's so important i think it's it's we're it's getting better it's not optimal it's not 100 percent, but at least we're at a point where it's not as stigmatized i don't know maybe it is but i think it's better getting better I think it is getting better. I um, actually did a talk last week to a group of women entrepreneurs, and we talked about mindset. Okay. And what's interesting about that topic is when I started my first business, I'm going to date myself here, 24 years ago, we didn't talk about mindset. Right. You know, and we just pulled up your bootstraps and got to work. It was just hard work. It wasn't about, you know, where you were at. Right. Sorry, this microphone is making me sound funny. 
Um, so I think that's a, you know, that's a huge progress, right? We're talking about it. We're yeah. talking about things that yeah. we used to just, you know, sweep under the rug. Right. Well, you had um, a real successful business making gourmet cookies for I, I did. a long time. I loved your cookies. I loved your place. I went there a bunch of different times to get your stuff. And um, what made you decide to, you know, want to take a different path? Because I love that place. Oh, so yeah, I owned a um, brick and mortar bakery, a cookie and cupcake place for 20 years. Yeah. And the reason I got into it was for my family. Yeah. I was working corporate and loved my corporate job. Right. But back then, in order to keep moving up with my corporate job, you had to relocate. Yeah. So my husband, Brian, and I, we got married in Grand Rapids. We moved to Kansas City. We moved to Chicago. Yeah. Okay. Had our first daughter and thought, okay, this isn't fair to his career. No. And I don't want to keep moving. No. It's too hard. Right. Not fair to our kids. And so that's when I decided to start a business. Um, so I bought into Cookies by Design, which is actually a franchise. And moved here back to Grand Rapids. Okay. Moved in with my in-laws, who are wonderful people. Mm-hmm. And I thought I'd be open in a couple months. I had no idea what it took to open a business. I, I just, can't even imagine. Oh I my was God. so nice. Talk it takes about a being lot naive. of guts. <laughs> Talk about being naive. <laughs> I mean, you did you do the baking or did you outsource that? Well, you know what's funny about that is I don't even like to bake. <laughs> oh my gosh, that was so good though. <laughs> I did not grow up with grandma in the kitchen baking oh the word. favorite recipes. Right. I don't even enjoy baking, but I love to eat them. Heck and yeah. when I was looking at the bakery business model, I thought, well, that's a family friendly model. It'll be something really I can raise my kids yeah. and, you know, grow a business. Yeah. And I think that's actually what made me so successful mm-hmm. is because I hired people to do the baking because we made everything from scratch. We cracked eggs. It was. Oh, yeah. And you could tell too. We made, I mean, our batch of cookies was a 60 pound batch of cookies. This is no joke. This isn't, this isn't like, you know, just making a dozen here, a dozen there. Right. So I hired everyone to do that. How did you go about finding your, these people? Because it's all really about who you're, you're getting to, uh, delegate that those things and you have to you know you have to be on it with those how did you know where to go or well back then we didn't even have the internet yeah so it was the good old uh classified ads in the grand rapids press i mean how funny is that are people there's people listening right now they're like what yeah there wasn't indeed there wasn't linkedin newspaper yeah So, yeah, I mean, and, you know, the thing about bakery business is everyone likes to bake, right? Yeah. And so they think, oh, okay, I'll come and do that. And um, I was just lucky. I, I had a really good team, had a great team. Yeah, good. I, I loved all the stuff there. I mean, um, like, how do you, I think the hard part would be, how do you know how much to order for every day? How long do you keep stuff out there? I mean, all, there's so much behind-the-scenes stuff to it, right? You're probably there's, like, oh, my gosh. There's a lot behind the scenes, and I think because I was not doing the baking yeah, was why I was so successful. Okay. Because I was actually working on the business. Because isn't that that's what you did in the corporate role, world, right? Marketing? Sales and marketing, yes. Okay. And so what you see a lot when people start businesses, they start a business because they have a passion, they have a hobby. Right. So they're like, oh, I'm going to turn this into a business. Well, then they spend all their time making the product. And they don't get out there and network and they don't analyze their business and they don't do all those pieces, parts that really make you the money. So, you know, I had a team producing the product. So I spent my time networking with corporate 
you know, got a lot of corporate orders. I spent my time analyzing so I could order smarter, like, you know, to your question, you know, the best being for your box. Yeah. So it's all about kind of working on your business. Awesome. I I love that. Um, I'm so not a corporate person. (laughs) So, oh my gosh, I I would have been like, uh, how did you? Yeah. I mean, I sold that, I owned that business for 20 years. I sold it in 2018. Okay. And I was like, okay, what am I do now? Because our youngest still has to go off to college. You know, I I still have to work. Right. And um, I thought, okay, should I go work for someone else? And I tried it. Mm -hmm. I tried it for about four months. I couldn't stand it. It's not fun. It's just, I mean, it's great for some people, but it's just not, I think once you get that entrepreneur taste, Mm -hmm. it's hard to go back. And it's not because I have a hard time working for somebody or being told what to do. It's the freedom, the flexibility. Yes. I did not like someone telling me what time I had to do what. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, it was hard. Um, So you have a wonderful business now. Could you uh, tell us about your business and what the name of it is and uh, what you're doing for women? So after I sold my 20-year business in 2018, I was kind of trying to figure it out. Yeah. And then the pandemic happened. And I sat there and I was watching all these small businesses just struggle. Crumble away. Yeah. Worry, struggle, like, you know. So hard. So hard. We lost so many businesses. Oh, my word. So many. And, you know, people will cash out their 401ks to start their dream business. Yeah. People will put a lien on their house. I mean, and when you start watching that fall, you're just like, oh, no. It's heartbreaking. It's heartbreaking. And I've always been like a big cheerleader for small business. Sure. I love I just think the yeah. heart of an entrepreneur is so cool. I love it too. And you know, our local businesses, they're the people that hire our kids, yep. teach them how to work. Yeah. The people that march in the 4th of July parade, you know, they're the ones that are the boots on the ground, you know? Absolutely. So I, when you own a business for 20 years, people naturally come to you mm-hmm. and ask you questions all the time. Sure. So I thought, well, why don't I take the skill set of what I've created and help others? So that's what I'm doing. I am a small business consultant. My passion is really strategy. I, I meet with a existing business owner, kind of meet them where they're at, okay. get an idea of their vision, and then I help them put that vision into a roadmap, into yeah. a strategy, and then hold them accountable. Because the one thing about entrepreneurs, yeah. we are a bunch of people chasing squirrels. Yes, absolutely. I it- think ADD was diagnosed because of entrepreneurs. <laughs> I probably haven't. I'm sure I do. <laughs> I know I do. I mean, I couldn't find my head if it wasn't attached. I swear to God. <laughs> well, and just that everyone has so many ideas and then we, we chase all the ideas and you can chase your tail chasing the ideas. Yeah. So I try to help them chase their idea, but in a specific Business strategy yeah. so that they're going to actually grow profit and grow revenue. And you, you have a, a tremendous amount of time. I mean, you, you actually, you know, you're not telling people beca- uh, from book uh, point of view, you actually were in it in the trenches. You actually did it right. successfully for many, many years. Right. So you have all that behind you. I have all that behind me. So I take these tried and true principles that, you know, I tried. I tried a lot of different things in those 20 years. Yeah. Some were not successful. Some cost me a lot of money. A lot of them wasted a lot of time. Right. And I just try to help entrepreneurs get where they're going quicker. So it's called Next Wave Business Coaching. Okay. And I literally came up with that name. My girlfriend and I were floating. We have a cottage on an inland lake. And we were drinking a cocktail and floating (laughs) in the water. I'm sorry, but the best best ideas happen by water in a cocktail. (laughs) That's what I said. I love water. Water's always been my place where I go get centered. I just have such great time on the water. And it's my place I de-stress. And that's where we came up with Next Wave. I'm going to help people... 
get okay. to that next wave. That's awesome. But you're you're a solo, you know, you're you're on your own with this. You don't have any, you know, I'm, right. I'm on my own with this. I do have some help with the back end support stuff like yeah. helping with social media and tech and stuff. But yeah, I'm on I'm on my own with this and I'm really big on customized. I work one on one with people. I only take six at a time. Fantastic. And we're really going to focus on their business. And you're a mom too. You have three children. And you were just telling me off recording, one's getting married, one's graduating, and it's like all in a span of six months, and one's having a baby. Yes. (laughs) Isn't that how it goes? It's like all or nothing. It's so ridiculous. I know. It's weird. Why is it that way? I don't know. I don't know. And, you know, sometimes I almost wonder <laughs> if we, we do better in those modes because we so. are so busy. We don't have time to screw around, right? Right, right. But, yeah, I've got, I said to my family, um, could you do any more big life events in the span of six months? I mean, come and on. they're not listening to you, are no, they? No, they don't care. They don't. They, yeah. just, they just are like, come on, Mom, I need your help. <laughs> my teenagers, uh, they're just like, bruh, you know, all the time. Yes. Seriously, give yes. me a break. <laughs> yep, I know, but. Well, um, gosh, you know, so we're sitting here at Panera Bread. This is so fun. This is my first, um, like I said, uh, off, re- you know, off-site recording. And I didn't realize how much time it was going to be to set up. But, um, gosh, I got to hand it to Zoom. They are, they're fantastic. They're, it's working. Everything's working. I'm all excited. Well, the microphone, your microphone, I'm so sorry. You're holding on to it. Oh, and your arm right. is probably like asleep right now and you're like what the heck wendy what's going on with you no you know i'll just say this is my workout it helped me get this i call it wedding arms getting ready for my daughter's wedding oh my good looking arms right have you have your dress picked out for your daughter's Um, wedding yet? i actually did and you know what's funny about that is my when my first daughter got married the first dress i tried on i ended up buying but i spent months trying on other dresses right Oh, okay so this time around i went shopping and one of the first dresses i tried on I thought, I'm just going to buy it because learn from my mistakes. Like last time I spent all that time trying on all these dresses. I'm like, you know, I'm just going to buy it. Go with your first instinct. Okay. I have to ask you around here, where do you find a decent dress? You know, it's hard because, I mean, how about shopping in general? Well, how about shopping in general? You go to the stores now. They're so scarce. I have like one boutique shop I go to. I love, I go there. I, I get all my stuff there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think um, that's been the wave, which I kind of love, are all these small little pop-up boutiques. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I ended up getting this at a bridesmaids-type dress that had Mother of the Bride dresses. I love it. You know, there's something about, I've never lucked out finding those sale deals. Like, right. I only have friends who have their beautiful Mother of the Bride dress, and they paid 20 bucks. I'm like, what? Yeah. I have never had that luck. Oh, me neither. Mm. No. Well, I'm so tall. I'm tall as a tree. It's hard to find clothes that fit me regular anyway. <laughs> <laughs> are you going to watch Bridesmaids or have you seen that movie? Oh my gosh, we've seen that so many times. But here's what's fun. I we, love Kristen Wiig. Oh I my know, gosh, what a riot. Hilarious. So we did this with my older daughter and I know we'll do it with this daughter who's getting married. Is They both tried on my wedding dress. Oh, nice. Talk okay. about hilarious. Yeah. Pulled that baby out of the box. Okay, so did you do that after you got married, spent all that money to have your dress preserved and put in a box? I really wish I had. I did not. It's just in an old suitcase. <laughs> but you know what? I kind of wonder why we did that. Because then okay, we but... stuck it in this box. It sat in my basement for 20-some right. years. And then when my first daughter wanted to get married, she's like, well, can we pull it out? I'm like, yeah, why am I holding onto it in a box when we don't even look at it? Right, right. So we pulled it out. And um, what's kind of cool about it is she tried it on. And we laugh because the, you know, this was... I, is it, it yellowed at all? It's supposed to not... It's not yellowed okay, at all. good. No. Yeah. But, you know, I got married. In fact, yesterday was our 32nd anniversary. So oh, fantastic. The styles have Happy changed. Happy anniversary. Yeah, Thank I saw you. that. Yeah, yeah. 
And you doing so, anything special? Sorry. Oh, um, we went out to dinner um, the night before, which nice for us just to carve out time to do that yeah. is a big deal. I know. I know it. Yeah. So. So anyway, my girls tried on the dress, and we laugh and think, what the heck was I thinking with those big puffy sleeves and the big bow and I know. all the pearls? I know. I, I think about the, my dress, too. I'm like, oh, I could have had such a different one. Yeah. I don't know what the deal was. Well, Mine was like a mermaid dress. I, I liked it, but I don't know. I, I, hindsight's twenty twenty, right? Right. Well, and that was the style back then, too. Yeah. You know? yeah. So. But what's kind of cool is um, I let my girls cut up my dress. I'm like, really? Well, I thought, what are we going to do with it? You okay. Know? Yeah, I, have, yeah, yeah. I have two daughters. No, They're both about to get married. Or yeah. One's married. One's about to get married. So my first daughter cut a strip of it and wrapped it around her floral bouquet. Oh, that's nice. I like that idea. So that was kind of cool. Yeah, you know, that, that was is. her something old with yeah. her on her day. I like that. And then my um, daughter who's getting married next year has got some ideas of what to do with it. And, and my other idea is I thought, what if we made like a little christening outfit? Oh. For our future grandbaby yes. that's on its way. I love that. So, yeah. I'm not sentimental about holding the dress together. No. I figure let's use it. Was it easy to make that first cut, though? You're like, oh, I'm just It kind of was. Yeah. Really? I was okay. surprised. Wow. Good. Because what else are you going to do Good for with you, that? though. I right. Got, yeah. You you're know? not going to do anything with right. it. It's just going to sit there and collect dust. Right. And or not collect dust because you did it the right way. And they're not going to wear them. Let's be real. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that's... I love that. Um so the holidays are coming. Um, I, I always get, I love this time of year. Fall is my favorite time of year. I love like the holidays are like sort of on the way. Um, I don't like the weather though. Like the, the cold months of Michigan cold I can do without like everybody else. Right. But You know, I'm okay with the Michigan cold until about January 30 and then I'm done. Then Yeah. 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 I hate the month of February. Never yeah. liked it. Never liked it. No. No. And I mean, I love walking in the winter. I love getting out with our dogs. But, right. Um, yeah, it just wears on too long. Yeah, it does. But, um, you know, the seasons are beautiful around here. So, well, goodness, um, this has been so fun. Uh, you know, I haven't seen you. Gosh, when's the last time I saw you? I don't know. I feel, you know, that's the one thing I do love about social media is I do feel like I keep up with you. Yeah, right. And see you. You're probably like annoyingly so like, oh gosh, here we go. Just scroll. No, it's funny. You make (laughs) me laugh. Well, thank you. But yeah, that's another thing is it's a fine line, isn't it? You know, you want to promote your business, but you don't want to do it annoyingly so. But if you don't promote yourself, who's going to, no one else is going to promote you. No. But you, right? Right. Right. No, you have to. But I think there's a way to promote yourself and your business in a way that's not um, spammy, right? not annoying, you know, because you're adding value. Absolutely. You know, as long as what you're doing is adding value to someone else, then, you know, you should be out there sharing it. Absolutely. So it's called Next Wave Coaching, folks. Um, Go to her. Why don't you give yourself a plug? Let people know where they can get a hold of you if they're a small business owner and they would like your services. Yeah, awesome. I have a lot of free resources on my website, lots of videos, strategies, tips, that kind of thing. You can go to nextwavebusinesscoaching.com. And Fantastic. also, if you're a business owner, um, reach out on LinkedIn. I love LinkedIn. Okay. So just look me up, Jennifer Coke. I need okay? to look you up on LinkedIn. I don't even think we're hooked up. Yeah. <laughs> so no, that's a great place. DM me and okay. uh, tell me where you're from yeah. and what kind of business you own. I love hearing the business stories. Fantastic. Well, this has been really fun. I almost want to do it again. Yeah, I'd love to. Okay. Yeah. All right. Well, um, you have a great one and um, take care of yourself. Thank you. All right. Hey. 
Hey, thank you for listening, and I'm so glad you're here. I had so much fun and hope you enjoyed this episode. To hear more episodes, please subscribe to my website, ajuicypairpodcast.com. See you there. Hey, I'm your host, Wendy, and you just listened to another episode of a Juicy Pear Podcast. Thanks for listening to the show. I really appreciate it. And I would love it if you could subscribe, rate, and leave a review. Each week, I have new content, and I love talking with creatives. Tell your friends and family. And if you're feeling led, hey, you can buy me a coffee on ajuicypearpodcast.com.